Assalamu alaikum. How is everybody? Um, I hope everyone's having a great day. If you're listening to this, I hope you're having a great day. Um, in this podcast, I wanted to talk about like Islam and school and your mental health and how all of those things can really affect your mentality and especially your mental health and some things that you can do to kind of find yourself through all of this and really get back on your dean as well. So I don't know about you guys, for me it's summer, and I know in a lot of other places it's summer right now. However, it's like about to end so quick, and it's so insane, because it's like summer is like, what, like two, three months, and it's like gone. And it's like a semester does not even pass in school, which sucks, but it's, I feel like, you know, it is what it is. So for some background, I'm currently in high school, and just like everybody else, I definitely struggle with balancing both the dean and, you know, Islam and school and whatnot. So I felt like this would be useful. I want to start off by saying that I see a lot of videos on like TikTok and whatever of people talking about how they completely feel like they don't even know who they've become because of school. And this is something I really want to get into. You know, school is a type of thing where, yes, we are so blessed to be educated, but it's the system that kind of makes kids forget who they are. And you don't notice this when it's happening to you. It's like, you know, you're kind of taking test after test, you're doing homework after homework, you've got an off day, it's great, whatever, you're with your friends, and you're just progressing. You're always so caught up in this is what I have to do, I have to meet up to this person, I have to get this assignment done, I have to make this cut, that you forget who you are as a person and this isn't something that happens in a day or so it's something that happens gradually and sometimes we don't even realize when it's happening a lot of times our favorite hobbies and our passions we let loose of them especially throughout school because there are some people that do like sports as like their passion and for the people that don't it's like eventually over time you know you are so busy in school that you don't get time to you know sit down and paint draw or even read a book or whatever you know you want to do you don't get time to do that and so when time comes and you're like sitting there on some free time during the summer it makes you realize you're like crap what do i like to do then you realize that you've completely lost your passion yourself and a lot of the things that motivated you because of school and another really sad thing is that i've noticed and this is with myself and just a lot of people is that we put the title of productivity on how much work we do on how much school assignments we got done on how long we worked productivity for some reason in this generation has been made how much work you do not how much investment that you're putting in yourself so sometimes you need to sit down and just invest in yourself whether that is doing a hobby you like doing something you like or just going out like going out eating ice cream by yourself and like doing nothing i'm serious like sometimes you need to make time to do nothing I have seen so many like live coaches and stuff on social media and they are they're like you can't be sitting around being lazy you can't be sitting around doing that you can't be you know wasting your time get up and work you need to be up all night and here's my thing hard work is so incredibly important but you do not need to go insane and practically lose yourself you know we're in this like um mindset where like it's like hustle hustle and like don't ever stop and if you didn't do something today to get an assignment done or make some money you were completely unproductive and you are useless and i kind of hate how that is because i i'm a strong believer in hard work but i'm also a strong believer in don't label productivity as just you know assignments and work my biggest theology on a lot of stuff is that the right word i don't know my biggest theory i guess you could say on this type of stuff is that when you invest in yourself and make sure that you're happy you will always put forth 
the best effort in anything if you are happy and you're doing your homework i mean you know not a lot of us are happy when we do homework but if you are internally at peace right and you're doing your homework you're doing your work you're going to find it a lot more easier because you're just going to have a lot more patience in yourself you're going to be a lot more content but when you don't and you're already in a pissed off mood you hate so many things school's pissing you off and you just sitting there trying to do your homework nothing's gonna make sense and i've I've learned that the hard way. So it's like you really have to make sure that you as an individual are happy. And that's why it's so important to invest in yourself because that nine to five that you're working like three shifts for is not going to help out when it comes time for you to sit down and ask yourself who you are. And having friends is great, but you need to realize that your company is not always going to be there with you. And it's like there's a lot of times where we have our friends over, we sleep with them. They come over to our house and we're getting breakfast with them. And it's just like cycle, 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 cycle. And it comes to a point that people are scared to be alone, which is something that I do want to talk about in another episode on how you can feel so confident being alone because there's nothing wrong with that. Regardless, you are so caught up in every single thing that, you know, you think is important, but you forget about yourself. And that's where the Dean comes in as well, because our five prayers are said to be our minimum. It's said to be the basic thing you have to do as you're a Muslim. That's baseline. And it becomes hard because I don't know about you guys, but a lot of the schools that I've been to in the U.S., if it's not like an Islamic school or anything, they don't care if you got to pray. They don't take the time out if you got to pray. Nothing like that. Like there's no scene of it at all. So for the idea of I have to get up and pray, it's so hard time in the middle of school that doesn't exist. High key sucks because it's like by the time you get home from school, you have so many prayers that you just missed. And it's like, bruh, now I got to make all this up and I got homework and I got this and I got that. It's just frustrating. So one of the biggest things that I wanted to share as a tip is this scenario. How many have y'all woken up at like 630 in the morning to catch the bus to school and you are nauseous, sick, exhausted, tired, mentally drained, emotionally drained, and you feel like your soul is literally telling you Dude, just give me a break. How many have y'all felt that? Because I know I felt that. Like I, back in the day when I used to live in New York, it was like, you got to wake up at like 6.30, eat your food. And it be, used to be dark outside. And it's like, you better run and catch that bus. And it was fun because I had my friends with me. But eventually after moving, it hit me. And I'm just like, man, living a life like that is kind of insane. Like you running to get catch a bus in the morning, coming home so late. Your prayers in between are just choppy and messed up and gone. Then you have all this homework and let's be honest, a lot of times we don't even understand what's happening in school. And it makes me realize how many times I've woken up sick or thrown up at school or something like that. And I still continue to go to next period and I still continue to wake up the next day and go to school. And it makes me realize how unconditional that we have made this process of us going to school. Because I mean, yeah, it's pressureful. You miss a day, then, you know, like 20 assignments pipe up on you and it's just like, what am I going to do? This is something that I like to remind myself. I'm like, why don't we make this unconditional habit? For the deen and the thing is it's hard because the reality is we don't have someone a lot of us if you're not in islamic school or you don't have like a religious teacher there's no one over you shoving a deadline there's no one over you saying i need you to learn arabic in two months so you can understand the quran there's nobody doing that because in school we have so many other tests that we need to prepare for that it's kind of like oh yeah this can kind of wait but the reality is if you are so unconditional for something that's not even going to come with you in the grave then why aren't you making it a habit to be so unconditional for the deen because the doctorate, the PhD, none of that is going to come with you to the grave. Which I know it kind of might suck, but at the same time, I feel like that's good. Because I don't know. I don't know how I feel about that following me to the grave. The only thing that will really follow you to the grave is your Islamic education. The things that you gained. If you took the time to memorize the Quran. Stuff like that. That is what's going to follow you. 
And the thing is, a lot of us, we don't like to prioritize memorizing the Quran or understanding Arabic, understanding, you know, Islamic education because it's hard. It's like, where do I start? And there's so much. And then there's like not a time for it. But I need you to realize that you're living in a test right now. And I know you guys hear this all the time, but you're living in a test right now. You're literally good. You could, you could die right now. You could die right now. And if you die right now, are you going to be happy with the fact that you were... You had a PhD. Are you going to be happy with the fact that you had memorized the whole Quran? Are you going to be happy with the fact that, you know, you became a doctor? Are you going to be happy with the fact that I gained so much knowledge on Islam? And to be truthful, I think we would all pick the second option. We would all be so much more happier on what we did. Because we all know the hereafter is forever. So it's like, obviously, we should prioritize what is going to come. It gets hard because it's like, you know, there's so much pressure from parents and, you know, society and I want to work, I need to make money, all of that. And so it's so important that you take a day out of your week just for Islamic education. And if you can't take a day out, then like even 10 minutes a day. I know everyone has 10 minutes a day. I actually have a schedule that I try to abide myself by. I try. Where it's um, 10 minutes a day on something. On Sunday, it might be 10 minutes of reading the tafsir of the Quran, which inshallah I will start sharing here soon. Then on Monday, will be 10 minutes of learning Arabic. I'm currently trying to learn Arabic so I can understand the Quran. And this is something I want to get into because a lot of us, we don't know Arabic. We know how to read it, but we don't understand it. And I want you to think about how emotional it may be when you sit there and you open up the Quran and you know exactly every single word that's there. There was this um, analogy or something like that. And it was like, if a really rich king sent you a letter in a different language, and it was an extensive long letter, you would sit there and you would uncode everything. You would figure out what it said. Like, oh my god, this rich king sent me a letter. It would be like the biggest thing, right? And so it's like, why don't we do that with the Quran? Because think about the rewards and how much we can benefit our own life in this world and in the hereafter if we learn what the Quran is really saying. So I tried to do that on Monday. Tuesdays, it might be something about Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him, like his life. Understanding that. Wednesday might be like a hadith. It could be one hadith, dude. It could literally be one. It could be one and you can just take a few notes on it, like three notes. That's it. Because the thing is, Allah is not telling you to completely burden yourself and make yourself feel worn out. All he's saying is that take a little bit of time. Because when you put the small investment of time in the deen, Allah will take that small time bring it back to you and help you also find yourself. There's this quote, I think, that is like, if you're trying to find yourself, find God. Because who can know you better than, you know, God knows you. And that's 100% true. And so that's why it's so important that you constantly seek out in a relationship with God, understanding, you know, his words, what he said, whatever. So you can find yourself. And once you find yourself, once you find your relationship with God, this is going to be your comfort barrier through all these things like school and whatnot. Because school can get ruthless. And a lot of people try to make it seem like it's just deadline to deadline. It's more than that. It's also the fact that you f practically forget who you are. You forget who you are as an in individual. You don't get time to spend with your friends or family. Like, it really makes you isolated. That's the biggest thing I want to tell you guys that if you're struggling with school and all these things, find your dean to find yourself because no one can help you except God. And another thing I really want to talk about is this. And this is something I'm so, so passionate about. Dude, I cannot tell you guys how many times I've heard people say, I can't pray five times a day. I have way too much homework. Like, it's impossible. Like, if I get up, like, that's it. Like, it's over for me. I'm not going to make the deadline. Y'all know what's something so insane that I've noticed over the years? If you get up and pray, like, even if it's like us or Maghrib, whatever, just quickly pray, do what you got to do and pray. 
and then you get back to your homework, it's always 10 times easier. I don't know why. I've, I've peeped that. I have some people that other peeped that. I've noticed that. It's really much easier. And it's like, Allah is the one that runs your day. He's the one that's running you. The breath that you take and everything. So he's running your day. You're doing everything you're doing because he's allowing you. So if you take time out for God, right? And you do something for God, like you pray. And again, you're doing it for yourself mainly because God doesn't need your prayer. But if you're worshiping God, you're taking that time out. Allah will manage your day in a way that you will make that deadline. You will make every single thing that you're working towards. You just have to take the time out. And I can promise you praying sometimes, it only takes five or like 10 minutes. So it's really about making the intention and doing it for yourself because it's not going to benefit anybody except yourself. When you do something for the sake of God, God will help you. And I know that there's some verse in the Quran, I believe, that's like, if you take a step towards God, he runs towards you. Exactly that. You have got to get up and do your five prayers. That's the minimum. And I know people say that and it's hard to understand. And here's another thing that I strongly believe in. When people say that, oh, praying five times a day is just the bare minimum. It's not that I'm like, you know, like everyone should be doing it. I feel like with this statement, there comes quite a lot of negativity. And the way that I'm going to address this is this. Yes, praying five times a day is the bare minimum. 100% agree. It is the thing that we all are supposed to be doing. However, there are certain people who were not born praying five times a day. Like their parents didn't give them the habit or they didn't grow up doing it. So now maybe they're in like 12th grade trying to learn how to pray five times a day and trying to manage all that. And if you're going to go up to their face and say, oh yeah, praying five times a day, that's the bare minimum. You are probably the worst person there could be right now because while yes, it is the bare minimum, you are hurting somebody who is trying to achieve some goodness. Reality is some of us, we could have been praying since we were like eight. And then there could be somebody that started praying in like when they were 17. And those two months of their prayer that they probably did is probably more beautiful to Allah than ours is. And that's exactly why it's so important to never judge anyone else's spiritual level. I'm getting a little bit off track with that, which I hope, inshallah, I'll talk one day in an episode about that. But please keep that in mind that if you can wake up nauseous at 6.30 in the morning to go catch a bus for school and you will break your back just to get some education, take 10 minutes out your day to do something for Allah. Because when you do something for Allah and when you do something, which again, it's going to benefit yourself, you will find yourself to have it a lot more easier. Don't try to procrastinate in the matter of the deen because you can literally drop dead right now. I know I once read this thing about how these two people, they finally became a doctor and it was like they became a doctor, they got married, whatever, some story on Facebook, I don't know, got married and then they drowned on their honeymoon something like that i don't know but whatever it was it was just like even if you think about it in the grand scheme of things that's terrifying dude like that can happen to anybody and i know that's really random but it's just think about it like you can literally become a doctor and then like the day you're going to first day of your clinic you can like get in a car crash and you're done that's it and so that's why it's so important to remember that you are gaining this islamic knowledge over the years because if you're not you're only harming yourself you really are I'm not trying to say that I'm perfect or anything like that, but all I'm trying to say is that if, if it's 5-10 minutes, even if it's just reading an eye of the Quran in English, understanding it, you have done yourself a favor. So inshallah, I hope that this was beneficial. If you guys have any ideas on what you guys want me to talk about, let me know. And thank you so much for watching.